Good morning or good evening uh, to everyone. I am Nicolas Bornodis of Capital Link, and I would like to welcome you all to Capital Link, Capital Link's webinar series. Today, the topic uh, is a very timely, very interesting topic, and we are going to be discussing about the new uh, law of Hong Kong on uh, leasing, the new tax concessions on, on leasing, and the importance of Hong Kong as uh, a leasing hub in Hong Kong is uh, one of the major global maritime hubs. Uh, we're delighted to have with us um, two prominent lawyers, um, one prominent banker, and we are looking forward to Bill Gould joining us later as well. And I would like to thank uh, uh, Benjamin Wong. As you know, Benjamin is the head of the maritime cluster of West Hong Kong, and, uh, the, uh, and he's been uh, a great friend of Capital Link. We have been working together with all of you, and I would like to thank you very much for joining us. And I will turn it over to Benjamin to uh, start the uh, the discussion. Uh, again, anyone can uh, submit questions at uh, through the uh, function on uh, on your website, uh, and uh, we can Benjamin can accommodate them after. Uh, the discussion that we have. Benjamin, go ahead. And again, thank you to everybody. Thank you, Nicholas. It's great to be here again uh, with Capital Link. Um, good morning to those there in the Americas and uh, also Europe, and good evening to those um, there in Asia. Now, uh, for the lineup of panelists, we have uh, Mr. Lu from uh, Bank of Communication Leasing. Uh, then we have uh, Tats from uh, Ritzmeet. And then also we also have um, Edward from uh, Hugh Dickinson and ICS. Um, so uh, it's, again, it's good to be here, but um, now we have one panelist um, who will be joining us later on, uh, Bill Guo, uh, Mr. Guo from uh, ICBC uh, Leasing. Now, um, before we start on the um, leasing scheme of Hong Kong, uh, actually I would like to um, uh, have maybe five minutes um, to have a, um, a, a, a chat with uh, all the panelists on the, the situation of the COVID-19 right now. Uh, now, of course, uh, is uh, very disruptive. Um, that's why we have uh, this, uh, a lot of these uh, online webinars. Uh, now, um, actually, I would like to see uh, how is it affecting the, um, the uh, business and industry in, the, in terms of ship leasing and also in terms of the um, uh, maritime legal activity. Now, uh, I was um, discussing uh, actually with some other uh, aviation side. Uh, in some similarity, now they have mentioned for the leasing side, um, aircraft leasing, uh, the investors, um, they are trying to reduce the exposures. Uh, now, in terms of uh, new aircraft deliveries, I think it's all over the news that uh, the manufacturers, actually they are stopping the manufacturing and also delaying deliveries. And then, of course, uh, for the aircraft, some of the actually uh, leases, actually, they are returning the aircraft to the lessors. Uh, welcome, uh, Bill. Uh, it's good to see you here. Thank you, and, everyone. <laughs> yes, we're just starting. And um, now, uh, my question to all of you is that uh, how is it affecting uh, the business? Um, maybe um, I will start with Mr. Lu first uh, on, the, uh, uh, on how is it affecting the leasing business? and then uh, Bill and also um, the, uh, the, 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 the maritime legal side, um, the lawyers, please join in. Mr. Lu. Hey, uh, good evening, Benjamin, and good morning to uh, every people. And uh, uh, 
My name is Chen Dong, and uh, uh, my greeting from Shanghai so far. So with regarding to the uh, pandem pandemic and uh, uh, since the pandemic, there are hardly face-to-face -face -face meetings. And I believe and the, the shipping market is facing the most serious decline in demands in 35 years. So uh, the pandemic, pan pandemic results in a 25 years low, uh, low or the work of new building ships, which will bring a challenge to ship lease, uh, shipless source in the years to come. And uh, uh, looking into our portfolio, and uh, the most affected portfolio is coming from aviation uh, sector, as Benjamin uh, mentioned earlier. Uh, domestic uh, portfolio and for uh, machinery leasing or other leasings uh, follow the second position uh, to be uh, affected by this uh, pandemic. And uh, finally, uh, the shipping sector was affected. And uh, so far, our portfolio uh, performed very well uh, because of uh, thereby uh, uh, the repayment is still in the uh, good conditions. Uh, the, the, the ratio of the uh, to collecting in the company, uh, I, I, the conditions still under control. And if the uh, pandemic uh, condition uh, uh, still uh, continue, then there will be uh, another assessment and uh, need to be made by us to see how uh, will affect the industry. Benjamin. Thank you, Mr. Lu. Phil, now we were talking about, it seems like there is some echo. Uh, we were talking about um, where, uh, with the COVID-19, then actually there would be investors, they would like to reduce the exposures or um, uh, in terms of delay, uh, delaying the deliveries and also uh, some um, uh, uh, operators may be returning um, using aviation as a kind of like a, as a comparison. Uh, some airlines are returning the aircrafts to the, to the uh, lessors. So um, from the standpoint of a bank of a leasing company, then um, do you see this happening with ICBC leasing and uh, what do you see with the uh, whole situation is like uh, for the ship leasing uh, industry? Thank you, Benjamin. Long time no see. And <laughs> yes, and thanks for losing their comment. I think the least impact is for the, you know, Bullcom leasing because they, they did an even better result in the first half of this year compared to the last year. So in that can draw a quick conclusion. Um, you know, the current coronavirus um, impact for the shipping haven't been really being showed up, which means in the first half of the year, the, the results still keep uh, okay. I can say that compared with the ICPC leasing with the Bullcom leasing. So we still keep the, our, I would say the annual track record and uh, for the first half of this year. Um, I'm more concerned about the second half of this year because in the, the Europe and the US is the main importing countries and the regions. So the, the consequence impact would be either late 
the third quarter of the fourth quarter of this year, uh, especially for the container business or maybe other segmentation as well. Um, we can see the first half of the, this year, the tanker business showed very good result. Maybe the Chinese import more you know, crude oil. And uh, in the quarter two of this year, the dry bulk, you know, rock high, maybe also because China, you know, restart their, you know, inf infractions. Um, so I'm thinking about what about for the quarter three and quarter four, what's be the new theme or maybe new plan to boom up the shipping in different segmentation. That will be the challenge, I mean, for all the Chinese leasing. Mm -hmm. But in general, right now, the current situation, we are, we are working okay compared with the aviation business also with the traditional shipping company. I see. Thank you. Now, uh, legal side, um, I think um, actually lawyers, uh, you're always busy when the time is good, you've got use. When the time is bad, uh, you've got disputes. Uh, now, um, from both lawyers, uh, what's um, your uh, view on the market uh, situation right now uh, under the uh, COVID-19? Any one of you? Well, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, Tad, you, you okay, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll speak first. Um, just a short introduction about myself. I, I'm Tad Pan from Reed Smith, uh, Richards Butler. And um, as you may know, I'm a ship finance lawyer. So I do transactional work, um, and which is different from Edward, who, who is a ship litigator. So I think uh, we are able to uh, uh, give some uh, thoughts from uh, different perspectives. Um, I think um, from the ship transaction um, side, um, it hasn't really affected us that much in terms of uh, the volume of work because I think shipping is um, uh, is is a, a necessary uh, industry and there's a demand for ship uh, shipping work and ship finance work, um, whether the market is bad or good. Um, so uh, we are continuing to see uh, a lot of work in ship finance, including ship leasing. But uh, I think the, the, the impact of COVID-19 on our work is primarily on um, how we do it, how we do the work. Um, in, <clears throat> in particular, on holding closings, because as you know, ship, shipping is a very tra uh, traditional uh, industry and uh, we like to uh, do things face-to-face -face, and we like to have face-to-face uh, -face meetings with each other and um, uh, previously uh, for uh, deliveries what we would do is we would have a, a meeting together in the meeting room um, and then hold the meeting and then sign documents together but now this um, this cannot be done so uh, we are finding all sorts of interesting and innovative ways to get around this uh, difficulty including um, uh, a few weeks ago um, we um, took delivery of a ship for a leasing company um, in, in Tianjin. And uh, we, uh, we did a virtual delivery where um, the parties uh, attended the delivery uh, meeting from actually four different locations, i.e. Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tianjin, and Beijing. And the ship was, uh, of course, in, at the yard in Tianjin. So it was basically five locations and then everybody was interconnected uh, via uh, a video conference and by email and uh, everybody was signing documents and then scanning it around. But uh, uh, so that, that is uh, one of the new ways of doing things. Um, but uh, there is probably one aspect that um, we still need to do face to face and it is in, uh, in the context of uh, escrow services because uh, for example, our firm, uh, when we act as escrow agent, uh, for the uh, uh, release of uh, uh, purchase price um, for the uh, for the sale and purchase of the ship, 
our firm policy actually requires us, um, uh, requires our clients to sign and deliver the, um, the, the, the release instructions to us face to face. So, so what we uh, needed to do was um, uh, we, pro- we, we needed our clients in Shanghai or Beijing to actually come to our office in Shanghai and Beijing and do, do the actual signing there. And then um, the, 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 uh, our office in Shanghai or Beijing would, be, would connect to our office in Hong Kong via video conference. And so this is uh, how we got around the, the, the trouble. So um, maybe Edward, you could uh, share your views from the uh, dispute side. Well, very briefly, thank you, uh, Ted. I actually agree that, uh, uh, as you know, that I'm I'm wearing two hats. One is the legal director of Hildikens, and the other one is the principal st- uh, principal rep- representative of the International Chamber of Shipping, China Lian's office. For the legal side, I think uh, I not probably not different, uh, not same as a few lawyers who are seeing, seeing the dramatic, dramatic surges of the caseload. But I didn't see too much change caused by the pandemic. And of course, no, uh, the, the practicing life is the same as previous. Just be, uh, we need to, we cannot travel and we cannot attend, uh, uh, sometimes cannot attend uh, the physical hearings and we need to use to the, to the new norms. For my SS work, um, we are now working on the most important thing is to ensure the global chain can be still sustained. And one of the most important elements is to ensure the smooth uh, crew chain, which was uh, adversely uh, uh, impacted, affected by uh, the pandemic. And, uh, and especially like now in Hong Kong, that we, Hong Kong actually did a very good job to allowing uh, to allow most uh, the the ships can uh, conduct the crew change in Hong Kong, but because of the third wave of Hong Kong uh, recently, that the government has uh, tightened has been tightening uh, the measures imposed on the crew change. And as an industry, we need to have a balanced uh, measures on one side that we still hope the government can allow the crew change here, but on the other side that we we are. We are urging all the industry players to uh, strictly comply with the government uh, government's guidance and to avoid um, the local contact between the crew members in, in Hong Kong and the local community. So that is uh, and 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 for whatever you know, uh, whether we the legal practice, shipping finance, marine insurance, without of those crew uh, seafarer seafarers serving at sea, um, is. Uh, all, all of us will be uh, uh, definitely uh, affected. So let's, let, let's hope that let's try together to avoid that happening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, now, I think all would agree um, that um, shipping is a very global business, very wide in scope, but at the same time, uh, shipping is a very uh, uh, people-based industry. No matter you're talking about um, uh, the uh, senior management's meeting face-to-face um, or uh, in terms of the sea crews. Um, now, um, with that, I would like to um, change to our main topic of ship leasing. Uh, now, uh, actually, I would like to have uh, Edward um, to give us a, a brief uh, introduction of the uh, tax regime of our new uh, uh, ship leasing tax. Uh, now, uh, is because um, uh, Edward, is, he is a member of our Maritime and Port Board. Uh, 
Um, so he will be in the best position to tell us about um, the uh, details of the um, tax regime. And at the same time, uh, also uh, in terms of um, uh, what we would like to achieve uh, with this um, tax regime. Please, I would. Yeah, thank you, Benjamin. Actually, uh, you're too fine to say that because we are working together through the long way to achieve this uh, ship leasing uh, taxation concession. And uh, actually, as you know, that I'm, I probably was one of the first persons uh, in Hong Kong made this suggestion to the government about the taxation uh, concessions for not only ship leasing, but also maritime insurance. We, we are quite lucky to see that we have achieved uh, this bill passed before the closing of the legislature uh, last month. And then we have also heard that uh, the, the Hong Kong government will give uh, the marine insurance uh, taxation concession another green light, and hopefully, hopefully this can be uh, placed with the new legislature after September this year. Um, and secondly, um, I think I'd like to very briefly uh, introduce the, the background of this ship leasing uh, taxation as uh, a concession is because the in in back to May two thousand eighteen. Uh, the Hong Kong Financial Services Development Council issued a maritime leasing paper. In that paper, that was the first time for Hong Kong anniversary body to advise the government that uh, to boost or to uh, enhance Hong Kong as uh, an international financial center as well as shipping center. This is necessary to give uh, some tax concession to uh, the ship leasing, to maritime leasing. And in November 2018, the same year, the chief executive issued her uh, a policy address and accepted this advice. And from there, from that, then um, the, the government and industry started to, to move on until uh, last month with uh, the successful passing of, of this uh, new uh, uh, tax concession. And I think the whole purpose, uh, well, the fundamental purpose, I would say, is to use this tax measure to uh, foster ship leasing business in Hong Kong uh, with a view to uh, enhance Hong Kong's position as a ship leasing center. And it's definitely a very good, uh, I would say a good combination of both financial and shipping centers that uh, we are one of the top, top uh, 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 financial and shipping centers in the world. So this, with this a new tax, tax concession, we are achieving uh, we are we are really in a good. Um, uh, uh, I believe we are uh, really steered, uh, stand up to uh, to achieve that financial uh, finance leasing uh, center, and there are actually uh, two two basic categories under this new uh, ship leasing uh, uh, tax regime and three beneficiaries. The three beneficiaries which we have here uh, are really uh, the key players, the qualifying uh, ship lessers and also the qualifying ship leasing manager who are providing uh, uh, ship management services to qualifying lessers in the same group. And then the third, third beneficiary is uh, the qualifying ship leasing managers who are providing ship management services to third parties outside the same group and where the activities covered are ship leasing and ship leasing management activities. And the two categories, which I will not, uh, I will not uh, go into detail because we are going to discuss I mean, uh, in detail later is the uh, ship leasing activity and then the ship leasing management activities. And I believe this uh, would probably cover most of the ship, uh, ship leasing and ship management activities. 
and the law and most of the players in the shipping industry can get benefit, not only for the ship lessers, ship managers, but also lawyers like Ted and me, that uh, if, if there are more uh, companies choose Hong Kong as the ship leasing uh, 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 base, then definitely legal services are required. Yeah, that's my uh, conclusion of my uh, speech. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Edward. Uh, very comprehensive. Now, um, with the background, I would like to switch to uh, maybe this round with uh, Bill first on um, how ICBC is, um, how you were using the Hong Kong platform before this regime, test regime, and now with the new test regime, uh, is there anything that you are going to change and uh, how to better use some um, of um, the Hong Kong test regime? Please. Hi, Benjamin. It's a very challenging question. Um, I can maybe and uh, explain what we are doing right now in Hong Kong, um, but uh, you know, if you're asking about what afterwards, uh, I couldn't give more comments because I wait for the board and approval first, then we can take some more actions. So right now, you know, for the speed leasing, especially for the shipping, and the Hong Kong had been our, I would say, the platform uh, for a long time. ICBC leasing was founded in 2007 which means in the past 13 years, we have done business already in Hong Kong, and you know, directly or indirectly. So Hong Kong is good and uh, say the, the hub um, for the say, raising the capital, also for us to set up SPV to do the international shipping business. And so right now, we already set up our say, the aviation uh, subsidiary company in Hong Kong. So resident in Hong Kong, have the physical office in Hong Kong and have the people there. The local people, also a few expats there, also in Hong Kong. So Hong Kong definitely one of the most important and international hub for us um, in shipping and uh, previously for the aviation, but right now for the shipping. So right now for the for the shipping side, um, we call off uh, you know the group, we call the group marketing team, and from the shipping division of ICBC team, and for the, the global marketing team. The Hong Kong is definitely one of our the key hub. So we chosen the top three in the global shipping hub in the world um, to set up our global team. Uh, another two and the hub, if you don't mind, Benjamin, I, I can mention here, is the, our Singapore and the London. So definitely the Hong Kong is global three in the, in the shipping hub uh, in our geography and the map. Uh, we put the people here, but not the, our, you know, the people from our headquarters from Beijing. We post the people and we choose the, the most talented people from uh, from local, which means and we're going to have, we, we are actually in the process right now to hiring the people from Hong Kong to build our, what we call the group, the, the group and the, the global market team there to support our global business and because shipping definitely is global business. And that's one purpose. The, you know, the previous purpose we still carry on, like, you know, we still have SPV there. And also we use the Hong Kong as the reason capital and because it's a, it's a, it's a, not just a shipping hub, but also the financial hub as well for Hong Kong, very important. Uh, <laughs> coincidentally, and Hong Kong is also the top three in the finance center. Um, the, so it's an it's ideal place for us also. But by the way, for what Edward just explained, it's also the, the law there, the Hong Kong law is, in our opinion, is also equal to the English law for the maritime business. So it's ideal place for us to do the international business to miss the customers also to extend, to develop our global shipping business, not just for the Chinese customers, but also for Asia, and maybe extended to the European and also for the global business customers we have for the shipping. So it's a, it's a busy hub. I hope and uh, I can go there very soon because I've been in Hong Kong for six months. 
due to the you know the coronavirus situation. And uh, so yeah, and I hope I come back very soon. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you, thank you, Bill. Now, Mr. Liu, uh, what about you? Um, how's uh, Bank of Communication leasing using the platform, and how do you see the future? I see. And uh, Hong Kong, uh, the portfolio uh, of our company in Hong Kong in shipping is quite large. And uh, we, we select Hong Kong as our uh, uh, portfolio uh, operational center uh, six or seven years ago. And recently, and, uh, uh, when uh, the new uh, concessionary tax regimes is launching, and we start to uh, study uh, the details about these uh, tax uh, regimes. And uh, we think uh, uh, it is really makes sense to our industry. And uh, we think uh, uh, if and uh, we are qualifying, uh, qualifying uh, a ship lease manager or ship lease company and be qualified, then and uh, a real reduce on tax uh, 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 is there. So uh, I think uh, uh, it's really uh, uh, make a good to our business because then the, uh, the shipping finance and the portfolio in Hong Kong of our company will enjoy tax exemptions. So uh, uh, I think. Uh, uh, we are now, uh, the main jobs of our, our team is, is trying to study it and understand it and try to make uh, ourselves uh, to, to, to realize uh, the tax reductions. And uh, I believe uh, uh, it might be possible uh, 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 if we can uh, uh, study it fully with uh, external experts such as lawyer, law firms and also uh, accountant firms. The internal teams has already starting to review of our big mix of a business and also uh, the commercial and the tax implication of any restructuring if we should do it to meet all qualification of these tax regimes. So that is, uh, so far that is the, uh, the job we are doing. So we will keep and the uh, Hong Kong uh, portfolio to playing a very big role in our shipping portfolio, uh, not, not currently, but also uh, for the years to come. So that is the, so far the job we are doing now, Benjamin. Thank you, Mr. Liu. Uh, it seems like there is uh, one thing which is uh, very commonly uh, mentioned by uh, Bill and also Mr. Liu is um, that Hong Kong being a uh, shipping and also financial hub. I think this is very important when it comes to ship leasing. It's not only about the shipping business and deals, but also you need to have the backbone and also the platform of being a financial center to support that. Um, now, um, uh, also um, Bill and Mr. Liu, um, what about the ecosystem? Because uh, for the um, uh, ship leasing uh, platform uh, being formed and used, uh, obviously, um, the lessor and the ship owners are very important two elements. But then, uh, of course, you need also other supporting business, uh, say accountants and law firms, and also other, for example, uh, lease management and uh, managers. So um, for you, uh, how do you see what is needed uh, in Hong Kong um, that uh, we, or what is uh, already here 
um, that in terms of uh, how we could grow the ecosystem to make that very um, supportive of the whole system. Uh, maybe uh, Bill first. Thanks, Benjamin. I think the Hong Kong ecosystem already perfect. So just on my screen, I already see my competitors, my lawyers, also my okay. government's Benjamin himself on the same screen. So and I would say the Hong Kong the ecosystem is perfect. Of course, there's still some room to grow, but I would say fundamentally it's already perfect. Uh, it just takes some time to get more people and more talent to grow, and also to get and uh, to attract more and uh, I would say the more company, the Chinese company or international company to come to Hong Kong to do the you know the maritime or so the leasing business. First, you know we treat the Hong Kong maybe in the you know the Beijing our headquarters. Um, but Hong Kong is our, you know, the second home. We always treat Hong Kong as maybe the most important international hub to link with all the global customers, but also for the Chinese customers as well. You know, our two largest customers, the, you know, the Coast Guard and the China Merchant, they also have a big organization in, you know, this and the ecosystem as well. So I would say it's ideally and the, the business environment for us to, you know, and to take the, I would say the bigger and the quicker and the actions as soon as possible. And unfortunately, you know, so the current nature, you know, nature system uh, has been paused all the business um, for some times. And uh, again, I hope when everything could be go back to normal. And uh, so we could end uh, to go back to be Hong Kong to the normal shipping business, not just shipping business, but also financial business or legal business as well as for other businesses as well. That's my comment, Benjamin. Thank you, thank you, Bill. Uh, I think um, there is already a third time that you have mentioned about uh, people. You mentioned about global team, you mentioned about the local team, and also now uh, about the talents. So uh, maybe later, if we have time, maybe it is something that we should pick up on also. Now, Mr. Lu, what about you? What do you think of the uh, Hong Kong ecosystem that um, you think which is um, needed uh, in Hong Kong of uh, different elements, please? I agree with uh, Bill's comments and that uh, the ecosystem and, uh, uh, in Hong Kong for ship lease business is uh, perfect. As far as and we, we, if any Chinese leasing company or leasing house is going to deliver their service and tonnage to the, the so consult, uh, uh, also check uh, with our teams about the, uh, uh, these uh, issues and uh, for the time being and uh, what I was told is that uh, the ecosystem in Hong Kong is perfect and uh, uh, for your information and uh, we have uh, established our local teams in Hong Kong for many years and uh, we have uh, at least uh, uh, four or five uh, professionals uh, now is working in Hong Kong to taking care of our tonnage and the uh, portfolio and uh, I believe, and uh, so far, even if and, uh, there was a traveling ban and, uh, in Hong Kong or in mainland China, and uh, the business and, uh, in shipping portfolio or the management of shipping portfolio uh, does not affect very much because um, we have a localized or a, a management already. Okay. Uh, so far, uh, frankly speaking, uh, I, I couldn't say. Uh, 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 there is any other place and uh, will be better uh, than Hong Kong as a uh, tax advantage and uh, geographical advantage, uh, advantage basis. So I, I, I think we will uh, still uh, 
take a lot, a lot of uh, our attentions to the uh, the environment or ecosystem establishment of Hong Kong market. We hope and we can uh, do more and uh, we can uh, invest more there to, to maintain our uh, presence in Hong Kong. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Lu. It's a music to my ears in terms of uh, how you're using Hong Kong and how do you uh, plan to use Hong Kong. Now, uh, back to our lawyers, um, the ecosystem, of course, uh, uh, we need to have uh, both of you uh, on both uh, sides of uh, litigations and also on the deals. Uh, now, uh, maybe I'll start with uh, Ted. Um, what do you think of this, please? Well, um, I, I think um, um, on tackling this issue, um, what, what I look at is, um, I, I look at the, 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 the requirements of the new tax regime, right? And I, I see that there are basically uh, two main requirements, basically. Um, one is that um, it says that the central management and control of the uh, ship lessor and uh, ship leasing manager has to be in Hong Kong, right? And then there's also a, a, a minimum threshold of full-time employees in Hong Kong, uh, either two or one, depending on the, 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 the type of... Uh, of company it is. And uh, the other requirement is in relation to capital, right? Um, actually, uh, the, the op operating expenditure. And it requires that uh, the, the minimal annual uh, operating expenditure in Hong Kong has to be uh, uh, not less than a certain amount, right? It's uh, 7.8 million Hong Kong dollars or 1 million Hong Kong dollars, again, depending on the type of uh, company. So I think in the end, um, um, it, it really boils down to two issues, right? One is talent and the other one is money and so i, I think um looking at these two aspects I, I i think hong kong really does have um uh, a distinct advantage um when it comes to uh ship leasing business because we have the talent and also we have um, unrestricted uh, capital flow and that is the most important thing and um, i think maybe I, i'd like to um discuss a little bit more about talents in Hong Kong. Um, as you know, we have uh, all, all sorts of um, uh, shipping talents in Hong Kong. Hong Kong has traditionally been uh, a, a maritime center uh, since the Opium War, actually. So uh, we have a very long history of uh, maritime uh, activity in Hong Kong. Uh, so we have a lot of people who are familiar with uh, the maritime and shipping business, including us, um, ship finance lawyers, and. Uh, and, and Edward, uh, ship litigators. Um, and I think um, um, comparing with other competitors such as say Shanghai and uh, Singapore, I think Hong Kong has the unique advantage of um, the, the, the diverse cultural background and also the language capabilities. Because um, whereas say Shanghai, right? Shanghai uh, mostly we have mainland Chinese there. They're really, really fluent in, in of course, uh, Mandarin. But, um, um, and, and, and you have Singapore, right? Singapore, um, uh, many of, the, uh, most people in Singapore are, are fluent in English. Um, but I think Hong Kong has basically the best of both worlds. We have, on the one hand, we also have a large pool of mainland Chinese expats in Hong Kong, but we also have a lot of uh, Westerners in Hong Kong. And also local local Hong Kongers um, in Hong Kong, and and so we have these three large groups of people, and then uh, we have these groups of people who are 
um, either fluent in Mandarin or English or other Western languages or both. And so I think we, um, Hong Kong is able to bridge the, um, how, to, how to say, the, the, the cultural gap and we are able to break the, uh, the language barrier um, in order to provide better services in terms of ship leasing. And I think this is important because in the end, um, ship finance is basically uh, a business of relationships, isn't it? So without, without, without the people, without the talent, uh, you just can't do it. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Ted. Um, yes, on the talent side, maybe I could uh, make one comment before going to uh, Edward. Um, there were um, there was some this um, company I met with um, is one of the Fortune 500, actually top 15. Um, so they set up the uh, global headquarters over here in Hong Kong, and I, I was talking with the uh, group CFO, and um, it was his uh, first um, stationing here in Hong Kong. But then before that, of course, uh, he was stationed all over the world. And he mentioned one thing that uh, when he first arrived in Hong Kong, talking with other people, especially those in the expatriate um, community, he found out that a lot of the expatriates in Hong Kong, um, actually they are here not only five years, not only 10 years, not only 10 years, 20 years, but actually a lot of them, they spent decades over here in Hong Kong. Uh, which he found very um, unusual because for all other uh, places that he stationed at, um, usually people just stay around three years, five years, and then they move on. Uh, and one comment he made was um, that he found that the, uh, the pool of talents over here in Hong Kong and the depth of the talents are actually both very deep and very wide. So I think this actually is something which is very important. Hong Kong is a small economy uh, and we need to write on the investments from outside and also talents from outside. So uh, this is one thing which I echo with uh, Ted. And now, Edward, um, you representing not only the uh, uh, litigation side, but also ICS and also uh, the Maritime and Port Board um, uh, representing the industry to the government. Uh, what do you see of the legal side on the uh, ship leasing uh, uh, industry? Yes, thank you, Benjamin. Actually, uh, what, just, uh, what uh, Ted just said is uh, com the comparison between uh, Hong Kong and Shanghai and Hong Kong and Singapore. Put it in a very simple, simple way. That compared to uh, Shanghai, uh, Hong Kong has Hong Kong has common law legal system, and compared to Singapore, we are part of we are part of we are part of China. Uh, so that is the unique advantage of Hong Kong and the one country two systems. And I believe that's the no no other places in the world has this kind of advantage. And that's also actually the reason, as Benjamin, you know that uh, why the International Chamber of Shipping uh, chose Hong Kong as its uh, first ever overseas office in Hong Kong, because they want to threaten uh, 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 the relationship uh, with China, but on the other hand, also want to have a familiar uh, place to, uh, to do their business. So Hong Kong was their best choice at the time, as do now. And actually, uh, uh, both, both Mr. Liu and Bill has already elaborated quite clear, and also Ted has made the legal perspective very uh, clear as well. So just uh, a response to Mr. Liu, uh, for, for lawyers, you have now at least here uh, for a litigator like me and also uh, the financial lawyer like Ted. And if, if I believe, including uh, Bank of Communications and all, all other ship lessers, 
need to have a better understanding of uh, of the meaning of the new uh, ship leasing uh, 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 ordinance, then we can all help. Of course, my advantage is that uh, I was part of partially involved in the drafting of the from the beginning of uh, of the new uh, amendments. Uh, uh, second, I think I'm, I'm not sure whether Benjamin, you still recall. Uh, in 2018, I think we joined the Hong Kong Shipowner Association delegation to Beijing, and one of our, one of the places we visited is the ICBC headquarters. And that time, we were received by Mr. Gu Shu, uh, the president of the ICBC. Mm -hmm. I believe I recall that that bill was was also there as well. And uh, do you recall that at the time, uh, Bill and also Mr. Mr. Gu said that. Uh, Everything was ready, always ready except for the opportunity, which in Chinese means one shi ju bei zhi qian dong feng. At that time, Mr. Gu definitely mentioned, or, or, or Bill mentioned that terms. And, and that opportunity or that uh, east wind was this uh, ship leasing uh, uh, tax concession. And we, we have it now. And I believe that we will see a boost of, uh, of, uh, of the ship lessers. Or, or, or the closing, uh, uh, the closing or uh, secondhand vessel uh, deals uh, in Hong Kong, and then definitely that uh, most of the um, them will need the local uh, uh, services, including marine insurance, ship law, uh, legal services, and also brokers, and that definitely have uh, 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 um, to 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 make the incentive to. Uh, enhance our high-value-added shipping services, which was one of the targets uh, launched by the government in recent years. And most importantly, I think, uh, Benjamin, as you also know, we always say that uh, we need to have a real maritime cluster, and the core uh, principal stakeholders are those uh, 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 ship owners, operators, managers. And I believe that if most of the vessels can, can be financed in Hong Kong, and that is very likely for them to choose Hong Kong as their business base as well. And then once we have this principal stakeholder as the core uh, players of this cluster, then we will definitely easier uh, to, uh, to promote our higher added services, including ship finance. And then more, more, more talents will be attracted to Hong Kong. Yeah, so that was my... Uh, Comments. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Edward. Uh, yes, um, there is a saying that uh, financing uh, or finance is actually the mother of all industries. So actually, I think uh, being uh, uh, I, I think Hong Kong is quite is quite fortunate that we are very strong on the financial services, and uh, of course, um, this actually will be able to uh, support um, the um, ship leasing and ship financing uh, business and all the owners. Uh, now, um, going back to um, our last source. Now, um, on the green financing side, um, we have heard a lot about that. Um, uh, no matter is about, uh, for example, ESG or some voluntary scheme like the Poseidon's principles. Uh, now, um, for, your, for, for both of you, ICBC leasing and BOCOM leasing, um, is there anything um, like green leasing? Um, I, my apologies, I'm not really from the industry, um, but actually uh, green financing, green leasing, um, and also uh, in terms of ESG, um, are you, when you are doing the leasing deals, do you look at any of these um, items um, that, uh, because I think for say, for science principle or ESG is something that um, 
um, for the companies if they're doing that, then of course it's good um, in terms of um, uh, uh, supporting the sustainability, supporting the green um, uh, environment and movement. Uh, but then at the same time, uh, it would be fantastic if the financing industry is also able to give back a little bit when they are doing uh, something like that. So what, um, what's your view on that? Um, maybe again, a view um, and then Mr. Du. You know, I, I lost, lost your the last question. I only catch right. the first. And you know, can you repeat your last question? Uh, yes. Uh, for the first question is uh, how um, do you see, for example, the uh, ESG or Poseidon principle would be helping um, the say ship owners or the lessee leases um, to get better um, terms when they are having leasing deals. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, because the, the firm news that the Bluestone has been canceled in this year, so we hope and uh, you know I was hoping and Eric could get together after this and the coronavirus and the situation, so Eric could get together again uh, in the summertime. It's actually is uh, exactly right now, you know, in the in the beach on the beach of the you know the Greece. So you know we can more casually talk about this topic. But mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you know, fortunately we can use the you know the the Zoom and the, you know, the online system to and continually discussing the topic. Um, you know, this is definitely the trend, even, you know, the, the economy has been steep to slow down and uh, the fuel price has been uh, not historical low, but in the relative low in the past 10 years. Uh, but I would say the green still be the, the topic. I would say the, uh, the, the Boston and the, the principal, uh, I would say is uh, still the hot topic right now. I would say in the, in, in general, it's the global banking industry, um, but for also, I would say, in the China leasing house. Um, I would say the China leasing house, I mean, as I mentioned, for the shipping business, only about 13 years. For the internal, international shipping business, I would say only maybe seven to eight years. So for this kind of the principle, you're new for us. Uh, especially, I, I took some time to read the information, the document inside. I'm not a lawyer. I try to use my, you know, English skill to understand that really every word is take really take some time. So and uh, that's why you know, also for our internal lawyer team also take some time. So right now I can't give you the, the clear picture and you know draw the conclusion when and where and how for the next step, you know, for this principle. But I would say, you know, I, you know, I, I personally also I you know on behalf of the um, the SBC in the shipping division, you know, we are definitely supposed the green the green concept also green business. And it's also, you know, our, our actions, our, our behavior right now to support, you know, for example, like the NG business, uh, it's one of the good examples. So, for example, like the dry bar, um, people are also already talking about the new engine, NG and the ships. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, some business already under discussion. So it's, it's one of the, I would say, the life example for us to support this kind of business. Um, um, if, if you ask me about the, what's about the, for the future um, by taking this and the principle, and I would say, you know, it, it's already there. You know, if you, if, you, if, you, if you take, I would say, the new energy and clean energy, you know, as, for your ships, you definitely can get the best support for your, for your, from the bags. You know, right now, I'm saying, you know, the coal is still the main energy in China. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I would say in the 10 years, it might be the minimum. You know, minim energy in China. So I'm saying, you know, uh, follow the big trend and, uh, you know, follow the principle. And, mm -hmm. um, but for us, we haven't drawn the final conclusion yet. That's the, that's the current state. Mm -hmm. 
status. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you, uh, uh, Bill. Actually, yes, it, it does take time. Uh, I remember there was this uh, Fairwind Charter here in Hong Kong, which was a voluntary signing up uh, for operators um, to use low sulfur fuel uh, in the Hong Kong water. Um, and uh, it took some years before the Hong Kong government actually made that a law. Uh, now, um, Mr. Lu, uh, what about uh, bulk on leasing? Um, what do you think of um, the green financing, green leasing? Um, do you think that um, initiatives like uh, voluntary signing up to the Poseidon principles and all that that uh, would be useful uh, or ESG, would that be useful for them to get uh, better terms uh, on the leasing? Uh, thank you, Benjamin. And uh, with regarding to the topic of green, and uh, actually, uh, Bokan Leasing is doing uh, something with green this year. And uh, we just uh, placed uh, our order uh, with uh, 12 uh, dual fuel uh, engine prepared tankers for the industry. And uh, that is our attitude to, uh, towards the green topics. And we noticed and, uh, that uh, uh, there was a uh, uh, Poseidon uh, 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 agreement and uh, signed by uh, several uh, uh, bankers and uh, to uh, facilitate the green loan. And uh, we, we, we noticed this, but so far uh, we, we haven't had any uh, uh, intentions or have not decided uh, uh, if we join or not. But uh, uh, things uh, important is that and, uh, we, we are go for the green, that, that is for sure. And uh, since last year, we, we financed uh, uh, quite a lot, a lot of uh, 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 scrubbers for our own fleet uh, 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 ships, and uh, which is at least uh, le so that uh, we, we try to uh, uh, try to improve the consumption and uh, uh, impacts to the environment. So, so I think uh, we, we will uh, work on this and. Uh, then, then we were decided uh, how to uh, dealing with uh, the agreement. Benjamin. Thank you, Mr. Lu. Now, um, I have a question which I, again, am using a, a comparison with the aviation side. For aircraft leasing, um, actually, um, they have uh, one major hub, which is in Dublin. Um, now, uh, for ship leasing, I'm wondering, um, do you see a potential of one maritime hub being able to attain uh, a similar status like Dublin, one single hub which is standing far ahead um, from the second one. Uh, now, uh, um, is there a potential of doing this and also what it takes to achieve this? Um, now, again, I think uh, I'll start with um, the lessor and then with the lawyers because uh, as a uh, hub, actually both are very important. Uh, maybe this time I'll also start with uh, Bill. Sorry, I, you know, I, I lost uh, your question again. All right, okay. Uh, now, uh, I was using Dublin as a comparison um, for, uh, from the aviation side, uh, aircraft leasing. Um, now, uh, Dublin is a uh, uh, number one uh, aircraft leasing hub in the world, uh, way ahead of the second one. Is there a potential of any one single maritime hub which can do something similar in terms of ship leasing, being able to uh, becoming a number one and also far ahead from the second and what it takes um, to achieve this. You know, actually I got your question. I just, you know, ask you to double question, just ensure <laughs> I'm, I 
what's your point? Uh, the, yeah, I, you know, I did miss your 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 uh, one word. You asked about the you know the shipping hub because I, I can't you know say yes because Hong Kong is a shipping hub. It's, it's only the one of. But you said about the food and the leasing shipping hub. Um, I think it might be you know I wouldn't say one hundred percent, but I would say give you eighty maybe ninety percent. But uh, you know we already discussed you know like maybe for the past forty minutes and uh, talk about the talent you know again it's my first time talk about the you know the I would say the legal environment or so the finance hub or so the local ship yeah I would say there are so many in the ship, ship customers there already so I would say the the whole ecosystem so so well um, to support Hong Kong to and uh, support the Hong Kong to grow to be like the shipping leasing hub in the world. Um, I already explained to other, say, the Chinese banks, because I can tell you one thing, the more and more Chinese banks, also more and more Chinese bank and the leasing company are interested for the shipping finance business. And uh, definitely the um, aviation is, is always number one choice when set up the leasing company by the Chinese banks. But right now, maybe the situation might be changed due to you know, the coronavirus, due to, I say, the whole global travel and the lockdown. And the, the shipping still keep going in the, the we need the, the cargo trading and um, you know this never be stopped. Um, so you know I would say the Hong Kong is the first the hub compared with other shipping hub to release so many and the beneficial and um, I would say the lots of the laws and the legal terms to support the child, the leasing hub the leasing company to set up their headquarters and maybe their subsidiary companies in Hong Kong. It's very, very positive news, and especially at the current situation. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure also the Mr. Lu and the, also, you know, and also his company also would uh, strengthen and enhance the, the Hong Kong's and uh, the position in the whole episode, the global shipping business and, um, you know, the development planning. And uh, so back to your question. Yeah, I think, uh, 80 or 90% already give you answer. It's going to become the, maybe the, the main hub or maybe the, the core hub for the, for the leasing shipping business. Very positive. Um, it's actually better than I thought. <laughs> now, <laughs> Mr. Lu, <laughs> um, what, uh, what about your opinion on this? Uh, yes. And, uh, uh, industry and uh, for, for the activity of the ship leasing, and uh, for international uh, market. And uh, I believe uh, uh, it is uh, very likely because and, uh, uh, if we compare other shipping center or financial center, and uh, we will realize and uh, uh, Hong Kong has a, a more advantage and uh, over uh, or against uh, other shipping and the financial centers. So uh, from the uh, uh, resource point of view, uh, point of view in Chinese market. So I, 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 I'm thinking and Bokang uh, uh, and uh, has already uh, 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 take uh, quite a big uh, uh, share of uh, tonnage uh, or portfolio and uh, to sitting in Hong Kong. And uh, uh, then and uh, the additional uh, uh, business might be relied on uh, uh, some commercial interests or for other elements which decided where we need to uh, setting or putting our tonnage. So, uh, uh, Hong Kong 
Mr. Lu? Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Ah, we just lost you. Ah, uh, uh, my uh, feedback is that uh, Hong Kong is very, very likely uh, could be uh, could be a herb for Chinese uh, leasing houses uh, uh, to dealing international deals. So uh, it is very likely, and uh, because of uh, uh, the geographical uh, advantage and also commercial advantage, uh, particularly for this uh, tax advantage against uh, all other shipping centers, including Dublin. We also have uh, some uh, assets setting in Dublin because and, uh, uh, it is the preference of our clients. So they are going to uh, do some trades and for uh, for European uh, uh, continental. So uh, in most of, uh, of the case, I think uh, Hong Kong is likely uh, to be uh, a herb in the future for Chinese leasing industry. That is my uh, feedback, Jimmy. Thank you, Mr. Liu. Uh, now, uh, actually, um, our time actually is already uh, one hour, uh, but I want to uh, wrap this up uh, properly. Um, so uh, maybe I'll do that with uh, one of the questions uh, from the audience. Uh, now, um, there is this question asking uh, about, um, this actually is very commonly asked, um, and I think it's worthwhile to, um, to talk about this. Uh, it's about comparison uh, between Singapore, Shanghai, and Tokyo, uh, and Hong Kong. Uh, what, is the, what are the greatest challenges? Uh, now, uh, maybe um, this is actually a very big topic, and uh, I think there could be a long essay on this, uh, but maybe we can just combine to say one greatest uh, challenge, and I see uh, Bill is already uh, raising his hand. Um, so, uh, Bill, please. Yes, just a quick comment, because I, told, I know the timing is gone, and uh, right. because they are challenging to find someone look like uh, the Benjamin Wong, because uh, they're missing such talents <laughs> like you. Really, to and uh, you. to talk, and uh, you know to range, and uh, you know to make everything so smoothly and for the marine time business in Hong Kong. That's uh, my comment. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Uh, but I think my contribution is just one uh, nano percent um, of uh, what's needed. Um, and uh, actually, I think we need um, to have uh, more uh, experts uh, like all our panelists over here. Um, any other comments, please? Ted. Uh, you are yes, can you hear me now? Yep. Yes. Okay, yeah, I think one uh, very big challenge facing Hong Kong now is political stability. Um, I think uh, every, everybody in the world knows uh, what has happened to Hong Kong in the previous year. Uh, the, the, all the riots and political turmoil um, has had a devastating impact on Hong Kong's economy, including uh, the, the shipping industry. Um, uh, and uh, the, uh, what's fortunate is that recently uh, the, the National Security Act uh, ordinance has been uh, passed. Um, so that, that has, uh, uh, hopefully that will instill uh, stability in Hong Kong. Um, so I, I think compared to other places such as Shanghai and Singapore, uh, they, they don't have this challenge. It's, it's, this is uh, unique to Hong Kong, basically. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Ted. Actually, uh, I think uh, it brings us to more or less a, a more macro uh, view. Um, and I think um, 
Uh, but then uh, is uh, a, a bit unfortunate that uh, our time really is up. Otherwise, uh, we could have go on with other uh, U.S.-China tension and all that. Um, but uh, I think uh, we could have other communications and chats uh, afterwards. Uh, after all, uh, I think um, it is very easy to find uh, uh, the context of all our panelists and mine, and then we can have uh, further discussions on that. And uh, one last word is um, we have um, we are still planning for the Hong Kong Maritime Week in November. Um, wow. So for those audience that they are actually interested um, now, online. Uh, well, yes, um, this is going to be a hybrid of uh, both physical and uh, online. But of course, uh, we have to keep uh, in in view of the actual situation. But at this point of time, uh, both physical and online. Um, and uh, we will try to um, uh, advise uh, if there is any changes as early as possible. Now back to you, uh, Nicholas. Well, I would like to thank you all. It has been a very interesting discussion. Um, and uh, the discussion gave us the opportunity to talk about a lot of things, uh, about the situation in Asia and Hong Kong regarding the coronavirus, crew changes, of course, the role of Hong Kong as a maritime and financial center. And one of the uh, comments that, I, that has stayed with me is the fact, I think Bill made it, that now we are likely to see more leasing business going into shipping and less in aviation. I think traditionally aviation has been the biggest in terms of overall uh, lending and portfolio commitment. Now with everything going on, we are likely to see a lot more going into shipping. I mean, after all, shipping is transporting 90% of the global cargo. And I think it is very interesting to expect this uh, trend, which will boost, obviously, the role of Hong Kong and leasing. And uh, so that, that was very positive news. Uh, and we look forward, of course, to the Maritime Week, as well to our Shanghai event. Uh, I'd like to thank you all uh, for a great discussion. Uh, Benjamin, thank you for uh, being an expert moderator, as always. Um, and um, as a reminder, this coming Wednesday, we have another uh, webinar at 9 a.m. Uh, New York time on the very uh, hot topic of uh, crew changes, uh, the crewing challenge. So I look forward to having a lot of people with us again. Thank you. It's been a very, very interesting discussion. I think we can all disconnect. And uh, I know it's uh, past your dinner time in Hong Kong, but uh, in any case, I would wish you a wonderful uh, evening. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank Thank you, everyone. Thank you to everybody for joining us. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cheers.